that. Anything yeah. else? No, let's have fun. Hey everybody, welcome to a new episode of Repeater. My name is Evan. And I'm Pat. And today we are joined by the incredible Rachel Pegram. <gasps> Me! That's you! Yeah. Hello! You're Hi. here. Yes, I am. Wow. You did it. Yeah. Um, we thank you so much for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah. Uh, for anyone who's new to the show or just checking it out, this is a song where we talk. <laughs> this is a song. Whoa. This is wow. a podcast. <laughs> I think that's obvious by the, probably where you're listening to it. This is a podcast. Uh, where we talk to people about songs that mean a lot to them. But this season, we're specifically talking to people about songs that got them through the last year. Uh, so, you know, we're recording this towards the beginning of the year. So I guess we're mostly talking about 2018 mm -hmm. with a little bit of wiggle room, probably. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's what I would say. Uh, but to kind of get us started before we jump back in time, we're just going to talk about some music we've been listening to recently. Nice. Pat, what's been on your headphones uh i've been listening to an artist out of a band out of delaware called grace vonderkun uh and they have a song called worry that's mm. really fun um just kind of a fun indie rock jam that breaks down to a nice fuzzy guitar solo at the end that i adore nice. um i do think grace vonder vonderkun is the name of the band okay because i don't know I discovered this like two days ago on an audio tree session. So I'm still like ingesting and learning and understanding, right. mm. but uh, mm. they're great. They're so good. Yeah. It's also confusing anytime somebody like names a band a name or a person names themselves <clears throat> a band. Yeah. You know? Oh, as if they were going to be a group. Like The weekend. Like The weekend. Yes. Yeah. Things like that. Yeah. Uh, I think either way it's confusing. <clears throat> yes. Like a group of people should not be a singular. A singular should not be a potential group of people. And yes. in this scenario, I'm pretty sure the lead is named Grace. Okay. But That's with a difference. Yeah, but also they're really good. So I'm I kind of don't care. Yeah, I'm not critiquing the music one and iota. I'm just, you know. I'm just confused. Right. But yeah. they're good. Not confused about that. I think that's hey, okay. Something you can agree on. There we go. <laughs> uh, I've been listening to the newest couple songs, I guess, released by Carly Rae Jepsen. Oh. Uh, big fan, eagerly anticipating the release. Uh, but I'll, the song I'll recommend that people listen to is No Drug Like Me, which is cool. It's a good, like, confident song. You know, you mm -hmm. get it. It's like, you can do whatever you want out there, but there's no drug like me. It's nice. Wow. Yeah. It's cool. Empowering. Yeah. And it's a good, um, the other single off of that, I guess, the other single that she released this week is just, like, more straightforward pop. And this one's got, like, a little more funk synthy funk in it which is mm. cool yeah it's nice i like yeah. it a lot nice. yeah pat also a fan thank god <laughs> we, we agree on something <laughs> wow. what, uh, what about you rachel hmm. you know i mean i've really been not i guess it's not a re-listen because it's still kind of new mm -hmm. uh but i've uh, been listening to no names newest okay. album yeah uh room 25 all right it's really good yeah. i love like the whole thing cool it's a good, like, you can listen to the whole album kind of album. What like is the those. No Names vibe? I'm not familiar. Uh, She's, like, very, like, chill kind of, like, hip-hop. Cool. And, like, a little R&B-ish. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. really nice. That sounds real good. Yeah. I would definitely check that she's out. She's dope. Yeah. Nice. 
Sweet, a good sweet music rex all around. <laughs> yeah, we can all agree on that. Um, great. So now we're caught up to the present. Uh, we're going to talk about 2018 a bit, and to get us kind of started, we're going to talk about a couple of things that happened in 2018. Uh, Pat, what's one thing that happened in 2018? One thing that happened in 2018. Uh was that the Obamas got their portraits put up in yes. the National Gallery. Mm. Uh, and they oh, are yeah. they're gorgeous. They're so good. Yeah. They're definitely like a, a better, or like, you know, a way more modern portrait than I think anything that's been in there before, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. So beautiful. Because the artist, uh, Kahinde Wiley, yes, yes, um, yes, yes. does this like incredible, his use of patterns and yeah. colors are so interesting to me like mm -hmm. uh barack's in front of this ivy kind of backdrop mm -hmm. and michelle's is more like minimal but the colors are so interesting her dress is wonderful yeah and it's yeah. they're both so striking mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. very I, exciting I'll, it's like uh i feel like there's been a thing in the last year where i've been like wanting to go to dc and i feel like i'm like oh yeah that's probably one of the reasons is because I've seen that written about so much in those photos and everything. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, I want to go see those. Yeah. It'd be very cool. Oh, incredible in person, I'm sure. Yeah. That's what I would, I have to assume. Yeah. Right. They're also like really big paintings mm -hmm. and big paintings are always impressive. Yeah. I love that feeling of walking into any well, museum or gallery and seeing a work of art you have like seen in reproduction yeah. or print and not realizing that it's huge in person. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. oh shit. That's, yeah. Like either that painting's gigantic or that statue's a bit way bigger than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was at uh, the MoMA once and uh, walked up to Starry Night, uh, the Van Gogh painting. Mm -hmm. Van Gogh. Uh, wow. And on, it's Pat. snobby. Have you been to <laughs> Europe, dude? I've watched the BBC before. Whoa. Okay. Um, and you're right. But it's <laughs> You're right. They, they do say it like that. They do. Um, but I just remember, like, looking at it and going, this, you know, this painting is beautiful. It's not a hot take, it, but, like, seeing it in person is incredible. And somebody next to me walked up and just so exasperated went, ugh, it's so small. I what? what and just stormed off stormed off like, yeah it's a small painting but it's still a good one. Oh my god rude That's wild. i can't imagine storming off and being mad that it's too small it's one of the best things i've ever seen at a museum though <laughs> That's so funny i had uh, i had an experience in a museum that I, I've, I've probably talked about it on the show before but it's, it's such a good it reminds me of like why art's cool a little bit and it's almost like the opposite of this person which is i was in the netherlands somewhere at this small museum i guess um, all paintings, portraiture, all this stuff. And this one, all this stuff was really similar because it was very like still life of a certain era, I guess like Flemish painters and things like that. And I was across the room, I was like gonna leave the room and I saw this one portrait and I was just like, whoa, that portrait out of all these portraits is like beautiful. I mean, it's really striking. I don't know what it is about it. Um, and I'm like walking across the room towards it to take a closer look. And I finally read the nameplate and it's the girl with the pearl, uh, <laughs> is it an earring or yeah. Is it yeah yeah and i was just like oh wow that's a famous painting and i was like and i get why it's famous before i knew that it was famous yeah. you know i was like oh that's fucking cool <laughs> i got like that guy nailed it <laughs> he did it i didn't even have to know like no reputation needed i was just like good good painting dude yeah <laughs> um but yeah so yeah we should all go check those out those paintings yeah. national gallery not far no dc Hours. down the road easy easy uh, train right away. 
Let's do it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we fucking go nuts and fly to D.C. Um, <laughs> another thing that sucked a lot more in 2018 was I, it's known, at least on Wikipedia, as the campfire. But these were this was the, like the one particular large northern Californian uh, wildfire oh. went through a number of different towns uh, in Butte County, northern California. Uh, according to Wikipedia, it was... Um, one of the deadliest wildfires of the year and like fronts one of the deadliest in california at least or united states since 1918. good lord so it's wild yeah i feel like that kind of gets lost amongst the number of wildfires there were in california last yeah. year and seemingly every year and probably forever in the future because there's no going back yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's like yeah it's almost uh shocking to be like oh wow that was bigger than probably we even realized because of all these other smaller fires. Yeah, the scale of devastation and what was happening to like the towns that were burned down and the support that they weren't getting. Yeah. It was heartbreaking. And every once in a while you'd see videos coming out like on Twitter or Instagram and whatever of people trying to leave, just driving down these roads that just walls of flames Mm -hmm. on both sides. And I just don't understand how the government and the people that need to be responding to this can see that and go, yeah, but we don't need to do that. And, you know, wildlife or uh, what are they called? The wilderness forest fire Mm -hmm. firefighters are out there. And when it's this big and you can get surrounded like that, like it's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like understaffed and don't have the resources they need and everything to really like appropriately deal with stuff. They're Uh, jumping out of planes to jump into the middle of a fire. God, that's yeah. ridiculous. Terrifying. I'm glad yeah. there's people that are willing to do that. Yeah, because yeah. some people are just like doing podcasts and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and they're not really oh, doing anything man. important. Yeah. It was um, truly in the, yeah, in the last year I was in California and I was like hanging out with some friends and we were like smoking weed out in this parking lot after we had done a hike. And mm-hmm. then like uh, we like heard like, you know, like oh, oh someone's coming like not the police but you know like mm-hmm, the forest mm-hmm. rangers and we're like oh put it out put it out whatever she comes by the rest and is like you know who puts out those fires <laughs> like Whoa. to herself and she was like have you been away have you have you been out in the space station or do you work at now? like truly it was like oh, but man. like in a movie way making us all feel like yeah you're right you're absolutely right this was really inappropriate for us to do I'm really sorry uh, ma'am and like she like gave us, gave only one of us a fine, but just was like, "Don't do this." Yeah, and it was like, "Yes, I'm wrong. <laughs> You're right. Um, I don't know what we were thinking. You're right. There's been a lot of problems, and you are putting out those fires." Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, yep. It's uh, it's good to grow and to learn and to acknowledge those things, though. Yes. yes. <laughs> and good that it didn't come from like you know a small fire starting or something like right. stupid yeah. or truly bad. Yes. Yeah. It was just, you You're know, it was, a, it was a casual toss. It was in mostly rocks. <laughs> right. I would say. That's good. Mostly rocks. Yeah. If you're going to throw, yeah, if you're going to throw out anything that's on fire, throw it in mostly, mostly rocks. Mostly rocks. Throw it in mostly rocks. So real quick about mm-hmm. stupid things with, uh, smoking. My growing up, my neighbors, uh, their son was smoking cigarettes because mm-hmm. he was a cool, teenager sounds like it uh Mm -hmm. almost set the house on did set the house on fire almost burned the house on fire 
down. I'm doing great. Uh, <laughs> because he was smoking, parents came home, so he decided to stash the butt underneath the vinyl siding, mm-hmm. uh, which then caught on a hornet's nest that was also on the roof because he had tried to kill the hornet's nest with lighter fluid, which then <laughs> caught yes. and the hornet's <laughs> nest burned. And so the firefighters had to go in and like tear out the walls to make sure the fire wasn't spreading through the interior walls. Right. When they did that, found out this kid had been stockpiling lighter fluid. <laughs> Sounds like a real, like, almost like series of unfortunate events yeah. or something like that. But mostly yeah. it boils down to one dumb fucking right. teenager. Oh, yeah. <laughs> one dumb fucking teenager. And then the fire department, one of the firefighters comes out carrying, like, a small marijuana plant and went to the mother, like, what's this? And she was like, oh, he's just watching that for his friend. It's nothing. We're like, oh, you're Whoa. all, Whoa. you're all dumb. Whoa. Or is she an accomplice? Yeah, I was expecting you to yeah, have, that's her, what be, have I her be was like, like, oh, that's mine. <laughs> she's like, she's holding it for someone. Oh, yeah, Me. maybe. Maybe I'm the dummy in this story. <laughs> it's hard to know. Yeah. We can go look up the case file yeah, on it. Yeah, we'll I'm go. sure they'll know. Have the researchers. Get the database, yeah. yeah. Get the research team on it. Yeah, CSI will come in. Um, but so that's a little set in the stage of what 2018 was, right? Some good, yeah. some bad, you know. We all learn lessons. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the song? that got you through the last year? So this is difficult to choose mm-hmm. um, because when I was really starting to think about it, it was like there were a lot of albums that were very helpful. Um, and like, but then I was really thinking about the stuff that like I listened to uh, while I was writing. Mm. And so I like started re-listening to a lot of gospel music because mm-hmm. it's very inspiring. Um, and I chose the song, My Name is Victory. It's like, I wouldn't say it's like the best song in the world, but I think it's like very encouraging. And I like really thought that it helped me get through some of the like most troubling like mental times yeah. during last year. Cool. Well, let's give a, a quick little listen to, to that song. My name is Big Teresa. Oh, yeah. I think y'all got it all over the you get it. <laughs> Good song title right there. My name is Victory. It's good I love to get the it back, to back. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just in case you forgot. Yeah. I think there's a hundred people on stage right now. That's like my For impression. Sure. It's like happening in like probably a mega church or yeah. something. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, that's just a taste of it. Uh, the rest of the song is a lot of that, and it's really, really joyful. It is. But um, yeah, let's uh, Pat and I will give our first impressions of that song because we, uh, I'm guessing, probably both just heard it for the first time today. Hey, that is true. Uh, and when I looked it up, Spotify was like, "Did you mean my name is Jonas?" No. Uh, and I did no. not, did we not did mean not that. Mean that. Not, not Jonas. <laughs> my so first impressions. My name is Victory is such a cool song title. Yeah, I really love is. that as a song title. Um, and yeah, out of the gate, love this song. It's so fun. It's high energy. Love the bass line. Yeah. Uh, and just having the choir behind everything was like, oh, man. I just got so excited listening to this song. Yeah. My first thought, uh, we didn't listen to the very beginning of the song, but it kind of, you know, builds in a little bit. So my first thought was, I don't know what I expected when I, like, clicked on it or whatever, but I was just a little bit, like, listening to music. I was like, oh, 
is this song going to be about God? <laughs> and then very quickly, I was like, this song's yes. definitely about God. <laughs> yes. um, but, uh, but then like, as the song goes and after I listened to it, I was just like, man, that is just such a positive, like, uh, uplifting song. And I immediately thought I should listen to more music that actually does that for yeah. me. Yeah. I think like, I love, you know, I love all sorts of music, but particularly I, I love stuff that like relates to the, harsh feelings I'm having yeah. rather than listening to something that is so obviously empowering. Yeah. Just so cool. Like empowering, but I just feel like in a way that's like, like human -y. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I think there's like empowering songs. Like I always think of like songs for like women that are empowering. Yeah. And it's like about like owning it, like yeah. owning it for yourself. A Rihanna album. Yeah. <laughs> or like Lizzo and like, yeah. you know, it's like yeah. very like yeah. strutty music, yeah. which is like empowering in such a different way. That's like, you are good. You yeah. have like potential and like, you got this, like you can overcome all of right. the things in your life, which is like so nice. I feel. I mean, obviously, in gospel music, a lot of it is tied to God, um, which, you know, we I have a lot of mixed things mm -hmm. on. But, like, it does, like, have such a nice, like, sense of spirituality, but, but also just, like, just you, like, mm -hmm. having success and being stronger because you are stronger. Yeah. Yeah. There's something that feels, yeah, um, more universal about this song then just to like kind of repeat what you were saying, but it's like, rather than something that's like, oh, this is for women or this is for um, one specific population, it, it does feel more broad yeah. in a way that's mm -hmm. really nice and using words, like the words that he's using, I guess, to empower you are really big. Like yeah. victory is a really like big word, yeah. right? Um, and I, I'm, I'm trying to think of what the other, some of the other things he says kind of in succession to that, but it's a lot of things that are just, yeah, really all encompassing. Yeah. Um, and really kind of point the needle t forward. Yeah. Yeah. Which is so, I, yeah, I really like it. I was like listening to it today and just like, some of the words are just like, uh, like I am a conqueror yes, and yes. like I have authority mm -hmm. and it's like such like you have ownership of your life and like what you want to be doing and like you can do it, which is like simple, but I don't think there's like music that's cool that yeah. you listen to that would like give that same kind of messaging. Yeah. Yeah, like this was very, the words themselves are very like one a day inspirational calendars. Yeah. You know, like they're not trying to be funny or cute or Or like tough. overtly clever yeah, either. Yeah, it's just that. like straightforward. Yeah, very straightforward. But then, yeah, paired with like a beautiful chorus and yeah. melody and like a nice melody, a big band behind it. It really does like make it sink in more. I don't yeah. know, at least for me, yeah. like I'm somebody who very easily dismisses you know, empower like little like notes that you can exactly. read. It's like little signs you put around your house, like that shit. Like I'm okay, whatever. But if it's a just a like I said, a hundred people or so yeah. on stage <laughs> singing at you, you're like, oh hell yes, this is And real. they're all believing yeah, it too. Yeah, and yeah. it's just like, yeah. yeah. You're like, okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. I think there's definitely something from that. I think the closest I've ever come to seeing music like this live was Polyphonic Spree. Mm, and I yeah, left that yeah. show like feeling a little indoctrinated but sure. uh yeah they're kind of clanny yeah a little bit at least but uh no but the simplicity of this song is not not simplicity in like a bad way like it's clear and to the point yes mm -hmm. yeah and it i think it occupies like a really nice space because i was listening to lizzo today too mm -hmm. and lizzo's great but this is yeah it's 
like you're saying, like the signs people put up around their house. It's like, yeah, sometimes it's nice to just have a very clear reminder of you got this. Yeah. You're good. Yeah. Yeah. There's um there's one point in the song that I love to this is maybe more clarity in music. <laughs> But he, they're singing uh, My Name is Victory over and over again. And then he just, in between, one of the things he shouts is, uh, now give it some harmony. And then the next <laughs> time they, they sing My Name is Victory, it just has harmonies. And it's, like, <laughs> it's just like beautiful. And it's like that much better. You know, you're already into it. And yeah. then he just like tells you what it's going to do. And then he does it again. And, and like, does like, it yeah, better and better. Right? And you're like, that's exactly what I wanted. How did, I, how did you know? I also love that it's a live song. Yeah. Because you can hear the scale of it. There's like a lot of gospel songs that are like the live version yeah. on the mm-hmm. album. I think it's like people like are, yeah, I like that you can like hear everyone there and like enjoying themselves and like we're at the yeah. church or revival or whatever it was that they were recording it at. It feels like, um, you know, gospel music is super well suited for that live thing because yeah. it's, it's built around you know, it's built around church, right? Which is all built around like a place to commune. Like yes. that's kind of the whole idea. It's inherent yeah. inherent to the music, right? Um, yeah, it just works so well. Yeah. Uh, you were saying that, so you were saying that uh, you would listen to this while writing a lot. Yes, when I was like working or writing on like new whatever pilot mm-hmm. or something, I would like try to play a lot of this music while mm-hmm. I was writing it. Just cause like, and when I was like writing a packet or something, I just remember like always playing it so that I could be like, you got this, you can do this, you're <laughs> doing this thing and you're writing. And it's just like very empowering. And like church for me is mixed, but like ultimately it reminds me of my childhood, which I do look back fondly on. And like having that connection with church and like people at church was like really beautiful and nice. And I don't go to church now. So it's like nice to connect with, that world that means so much to me and is mm-hmm. so much a part of me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so nice to like use, especially when I'm writing and like coming up with new things, it's like very grounding as well to like mm. bring me back to like my center. Yeah. yeah. So where was home? I grew up in Texas, in Denton, um, north of Dallas. Great. Have you ever been? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's uh is a mixed upbringing. Um, it was sometimes tough, but I did go to church a lot. I mm-hmm. went to church every Sunday, uh, just like regularly, and then like church on Wednesday nights. And I also did a Bible study group on Mondays. And then I also went to private school for most of my time. Mm. So I also was going in the first school I went to, we had chapel every morning. So I went to chapel every morning for an hour. So it's almost going to church seven days a week. Yeah. <laughs> that is a whole lot yeah. of church. Did you yes. do choir or anything like mu- musical yes. within that? I did. I did the church choir. I the school didn't have a choir, but I did do handbells a little bit oh, yeah. during my time because the school I went to was like an Episcopalian school. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, and then, yeah, in church, I sang in the choir. Cool. 
What was um what was like that part of the experience like choir? Did that feel like a fun thing or was that more regimented still? No, the choir was really uh fun. I went to church that was like the music. Like I went mm -hmm. to church uh the denomination is called the Church of God in Christ, um which I don't really know what it means. <laughs> where, where it fits into No, the I mean it's yeah. just a holiness church. It's like a Pentecostal, you know, yeah. uh Protestant yeah. church. Yeah, my mom went to a church for a number of years that I was like, I would be so strained to tell you where it fit into like the denomination. <laughs> yeah, 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 it yeah, was yeah, like yeah. somehow I was like, it's a Christian family church. That's all I know. Christian family. I don't really know what else. Okay. I, I don't even know if that's a real could term. be non-denominational. I think it might be non-denominational, but yeah, I don't know. Okay, it's hard to say. Is there a lot of Hillsong there? No, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think they. I don't. Mm, I don't know. All right. I only went to like two masses there. Okay, they're doing mass. They're not singing any Hillsong. No, <laughs> I don't know. Mass feels I, like Catholic. It is, yeah. and so, but my use of mass might be wrong because oh. I grew up in a very Catholic town, so I call Sunday church service mass. Oh, I don't okay. know another word for it. I just, church, right? Church. Yeah, <laughs> that's the building for me. I guess that's oh, what I, okay. you know. Yeah, or like I, a, I know a it's church like, service. Yes, a church service. So it's. Okay. Uh, I would say it's not only possible, it's probable that it was not a mass, or that gotcha. they would not call it a mass. Okay. Um, yeah, it was It was like pretty chill. They were, they were like very nice and yeah. friendly. That's kind of its vibe. Whereas like Catholic masses have been to are very serious Those are somber. Strict. Yeah, a lot of yeah. specific times to kneel yes. and specific time to stand and mm -hmm. then sit and uh, I grew up know. terrified. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Did you grow up Catholic? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And church school for me was, you know, third grade finding out that the world can end up and end tomorrow because the four horsemen are going to show up. And yes. Like, oh. Revelation. What, what? a terrifying chapter yeah. of the Bible. <laughs> mm -hmm. But pretty metal. Like, you know. Pretty metal. I read forward it to your teens. A lot. Pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> I was like into it. I don't know why. I really read it a lot. I yeah. was, I mean, grew up Irish Catholic terrified of book of revelation yeah and my priest was he didn't like statues so all of the statues of mary and stuff were in the basement of the church whoa weird yeah i looked into the basement one day from outside all of these statues of mary and jesus were like being dimly lit by like rays of sunshine covered in dust fucking terrifying oh that's bad <laughs> terrifying that's bad you yeah. know that's where they keep the bodies. <laughs> I know. <laughs> if there's any bodies, they're in there. Yeah. Yeah. But so yeah. yeah, it was very doom and gloom. And <laughs> yeah. No thanks. No thank yeah, you. Yeah, uh, your your church experience sounds brighter and perhaps at least yes. more celebratory. Yes, I think somewhat. It's a mix because like there are definitely aspects that are regress that were regressive. Mm -hmm. I feel like they weren't necessarily the most. Uh, they definitely, you know, they, they were definitely not down with gay people, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. like kind of yeah. like classic church, but also very Southern mm -hmm. things. Yeah. Um, what yeah. is, um? so if you're listening to gospel music now or a song like this, right? I mean, what is that? And maybe it's, comp it's very complicated, kind of like you've already mentioned, but um, does that become something like the, the mix of, God and the message of the song, maybe on a more personal note, do those things kind of like weave in together for you? Or do you kind of like parse them out maybe to be like, okay, well, this song means something personal to me. It's also about God over yeah. here. Or um, are the the kind of 
religious and personal aspects of it still pretty intertwined for you? I think it depends on the songs because I think some are easier for me to be like, you know, right now uh, when I'm hearing God, I'm taking that as just like the idea of someone having like there's like an outside perspective of like some like everything will be okay mm. kind of like a um just like a measure of I don't know what I'm trying to say but it's like a, a less of a like god is going to like I'm praising god mm-hmm. it's just like I'm so thankful for my life and my existence yeah. etc but then I think and sometimes it, some songs it's harder cuz it's just like I'm praising god and I'm like well I don't know exactly who I'm giving this thanks I'm thankful to perhaps just the universe for putting me where I am or just like like life and circumstances and the general idea of higher being um, as opposed to a specific entity. Yeah. Um, But I usually just feel like I almost I was listen I was playing the song for my boyfriend earlier today and. he was like, the cool thing about some of this music is without the lyrics even in it, the songs just sound uplifting. Yes. And it's just like, yeah. it just sounds like, like you would, without any words, you would know that this song is supposed to encourage you. And I was like, oh yeah, you're right. So like, even without the words, the meaning in it, it just still feels like something that's giving you strength. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, absolutely. Like yeah. it's, it comes across so clearly, I think. And that's probably even why I was saying like the very beginning of the song, when I heard it, I was like, I wonder if this is going to be about God because it just sounded uplifting. Like yeah. the music itself before anyone really started singing just sounded good. Yeah. <laughs> like in that way. Um, yeah. When you listen to this kind of music while you're writing, do you find, uh, do you find that like the lyrics kind of fade out into the background? A little bit, yeah. I think it's mostly just like the feeling. Yeah. Yeah. So it does it help you like build momentum or how does it like manifest in your writing? I feel like it just, I feel like, yeah, it helps me keep going to like believe in my work. Like I think sometimes it's like a struggle to be like, is this what I should be writing? No, maybe I should do this other thing. Maybe I should write something different. It just like helps me to be like, no, we're just going to do this. And this is what I'm writing. And this is what I'm creating. And I feel good in that. And I think like the reason I had like the progression of the music I was listening to, like I feel like in the last few years has made so much like jumps and shifts. And like my last relationship I was in, uh, like, he recommended a lot of music to me and kind of like gave me a lot of like, I had a lot of my own taste, but like he gave me a lot of artists and things that he liked. He had like lots of particulars and not a bad way, but I like got introduced to a lot of music through him and then we broke up and I like was like, oh my God, all of this music like you gave to me and it's Mm. like all yours, but it now it's mine and it's hard for me to find ownership of these songs, of these sounds without thinking of you. I don't think it can be reclaimed um, because there's just always aspects that will sound that way. So I think I was also looking to like find new things that I liked on my own and also things that could like still give me power, things that felt like my music that felt like I own these things and didn't belong to anyone else and they definitely didn't belong to him and so I like started to find this new music I or new but like music I used to listen mm-hmm. to and reintroducing it into my life because uh I 
was starting and trying to stand more on my own as an individual outside of this person that had defined me. Yeah. That to me speaks to so many things about like, I guess the human condition of just like striving, moving forward, right? Because everything we're given is from someone else. Yeah. Um, or it's like from the world around us at the very least. Yeah. And a big part of what we're trying to do in life, especially artists, is you try to figure out what's yours. Yeah. What is unique to you? Or how do all these different things fit together? Like how do they become me? Um, and music is can be a very personal thing in that way. Uh, writing is obviously a very personal thing in that way. Uh, it makes me think I'm like, oh, you need encouragement writing. You need extra encouragement editing your writing. Yeah. <laughs> like going mm-hmm. back and because reading something for the fifth time that you worked on so hard, the idea that you still think it's good and that yeah. you think like that original idea is like, you're like, I, you have to have that thing of, I thought this was good. I thought this was funny right. originally, even though now I am bored with yes. it. I'm utterly <laughs> bored with it. But it's still good. Yeah. And you need to like, yeah. you, you, it requires a certain amount of confidence and swagger to be able to just put out draft after draft of something and then yeah. finally submit it because by the time you're submitting it, it's like, you just have to know, you just have to be have confident to that, that it's good. good. Yeah. Uh, even if you're not sitting down and reading it and being as impressed as you were the first time. Yeah. It's tough. Um, yeah. And that sense of identity is like always this nebulous thing yeah. that we're kind of chasing. And I would, I would guess, you know, religion for a lot of people is similar to that. It's like, yeah. I'm part of, I'm supposedly part of this universal collective. Mm-hmm. Like this thing is somehow can, uh, controlling or observing like our entire world. But then I have to find my place and yeah. my, um, whether it's like your purpose or, uh, yeah, like where you fit into that grand design. It can be daunting. It yeah. can feel like you're no one, but you know, you're somebody. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> and we can agree on that. <laughs> <laughs> we absolutely can. Um, would you mind sharing with us a, a setback of the past year? A setback. I mean, I think in the last year, it was like, it was definitely a like generally slower year i think 2017 had been such an odd mix of being both like one of the worst years and then truly one of the best years of Mm. my life within months of each other and i think it was interesting to go through 2018 realizing that like it's not just gonna all happen it doesn't all happen at once like life doesn't just like you it's um oh uh it's my friend like compared it to like surfing it's like Mm -hmm. oh i think she was actually quoting neil patrick harris but like (laughs) i think it's like acting is like surfing or something it's like you catch a wave and you think it's gonna go on forever and then it doesn't and then you're like just kind of waiting on your board for the next one and you have to be comfortable waiting until the next wave comes or whatever something like that neil patrick harris said Mm -hmm. it i don't know Mm -hmm. we'll look it up um (laughs) but i feel like 2018 was like a lesson in that. And I think I'm talking about it in a like sadder way. It wasn't a bad year. Sure. But I do remember being like, I think more disappointed and like depressed Mm -hmm. and like really down on like my own ability because of certain setbacks of like not getting things that I thought I was going to get. Like, 
I was like, I felt really good. I thought I was going to maybe get on SNL, but mm. then I like really didn't. And like, I didn't like do as well as I know that I can. And like, I think it was hard to recognize that like this small blip doesn't like define my entire existence. Mm -hmm. um, and like learning that like these moments of me not getting opportunities don't mean that I'm not a capable person that deserves to continue and like exist and do the things I want to do. Um, and I think it was, I don't know, that's a little general. It's not no, like a specific great. moment, but I feel like yeah. that's just like kind of the feeling that a lot of 2018 yeah. had. Yeah. Is there um, maybe like a specific step forward that you can think of, or does that kind of just get mixed into the general feeling? I think like, I think I made more steps forward. I mean, I know at the very beginning of the year, I had to make a concrete like few steps. Like I really, really, really stopped talking to my ex. Mm -hmm. Like we like ended conversation. I haven't talked to him since then. That's and, positive. Yeah. yeah. And like we, but I did run into him mm -hmm. at the end of last year, this year, beginning of this year. Yeah. I saw him on the street. Damn. It's oh. wild. <laughs> Honestly. Did you call the cops? <laughs> Honestly, I said, 911, come arrest this ex, okay? Get him off of the streets. Wow. Uh, I hope you're listening. Um, actually, I hope not. I doubt he is. Maybe. I really don't know. He still Our reach isn't me. that far. Hey, well, he might. You never know. He likes you music. Oh, unsubscribe? God. No, don't tell him to unsubscribe. Mm. You have to oh. keep your followers. Oh, yeah, right. that's true. Leave tell us him to subscribe. Subscribe. Don't comment. <laughs> comment. Say <laughs> thumbs up. Yeah, okay. Just Only... the thumbs up emoji. Yeah. yeah. Just the thumbs up emoji. Say okay. very nice. That's all you're allowed to do. <laughs> you know, Borat voice. Yeah, yes, please. Um, <laughs> what was I saying? We were talking about, talking about steps step forward. forward. You are saying step mostly forward. steps forward. That yeah. was one of them was no longer talking to yeah. him. And then I think like uh, I did take a step forward and just like I did make and like open myself up to like uh, new relationships Great. and that was really nice and now I'm in one that I really enjoy congratulations that is not toxic great that's always good we love that mm -hmm. um, but I don't want it to be like and then I found love and that well, solved it everything but was a like, step in the journey like everything yeah I think it was helpful and nice yeah yeah um it was like good to meet someone that can like be encouraging and be like a support system for me and like isn't a bad person. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. That's what we're all looking for. Yes. <laughs> Just like very kind and overwhelmingly loving. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing your year with us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, where can people see you or keep up to date with what's going on with you? You know, you can see me uh, 8th Avenue, 7th Avenue, 6th Avenue, 5th Avenue, 9th Avenue, 11th Avenue. Wow. I am in the streets, Everything you know? from uh, the middle of Manhattan <laughs> and west. And west. <laughs> I don't fuck with the east side. That's actually untrue. I fuck with the east side more yeah, than the you west. Gotta. 
Um, but yeah. but you can, but you can, but you, I, I did forget. I was like, well, I was supposed to be doing something serious and I got question? caught. I oh, got I caught it. A bit. It was so good. Um, you can catch me, you can catch me at UCB. Great. I do SK on Sundays. You can catch, uh, my, uh, ske- me at my sketch group, Lo-Fi. Great. We're doing that every month. Uh, That Shit Ray, me and mm-hmm. Rachel Jarofsky. Mm-hmm. Nice. We do Great. that. About once a month. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, what about, do you have any like internet ways people can keep up to date with you? You can keep up with me online. <laughs> www.rachel.wait. Fuck. What's my email address? No, my There's email address. There's not another dot in there. I <laughs> okay, it's not. Okay, hold on. It's www.rachelpegram, R-A-C-H-E-L-P-E-G-R-A-M. Ooh dot com um <laughs> beautiful that you can even hop on there you can also go if you go to w if you go to http <laughs> colon backslash black shash www.twitter.com <laughs> you can find me at rachel p Grove. Wow. same spelling r-a-c-h-e-l-p-g-r-a-m yeah, yeah. we got there um also on instagram Got one of those. Pretty Killer. tight. Yeah. Um, and on there, I am at I am R A C H E L P E G R A M. That's I am Rachel Fagram. Wow. Great. I like that little twist in the username. Yeah. <laughs> that did. It was simply because cool. my sister in law stole my Instagram Whoa. handle. <laughs> well, my former sister in law. Oh, okay. Even took my Instagram handle. Layers. Took. She has. Three Instagrams. That's she too famous? many. No, <laughs> she has three Instagrams. Doesn't have po- pictures on any of them. Oh. And then one of them is Rachel Pegram. That's horrible. Also, somebody uh, tried to make a fake Rachel Pegram account oh, of you, of me. I've wow. had that happen. Yeah, I think it's, it's like Rachel Pegra one. Rude. Yeah, and then the but the bio was the same bio as mine. Oh, that's so huh. weird. Yeah. No thanks. There's another Pat Cartelli on Instagram, I think, and he just takes pictures of shoes. No, that's kind of so, cool. Yeah, shoe guy. Good job, other me. <laughs> uh, speaking of Pat, where people can follow you, right? Yeah. At Pat Cartelli. Huge. Not the shoe one. Yeah. Okay. Twitter, the other Instagram. One. Twitter, Instagram. Nice. Wow. Uh, you got Yelp. Cross the platform. You got a Yelp? I think so. Our boys, got a, our boys got a Yelp. Dang. Seamless. Venmo. <laughs> cash. Out. You got to put your Venmo out there. Yeah, I should. I think it's also Pat Cartelli. So it's the same? It might be. Or Patrick. You got a corner on the market. Yeah, yeah. I just. <laughs> I'm trying to do a corner, but I realize I. Well, it's a square. I mean, triangles I have. <laughs> yeah. There we go. You got to put it? a corner on the market. <laughs> you got to put a corner on the market. Uh, uh, you can keep up to me, date with me, uh, E. Blarden. Uh, that's uh, Instagram and Twitter. Um, but also the show itself, guys. Repeater.show is the URL. www. We don't even need that probably, right? No, you can just type in repeater.show. repeater.show. Well, Pretty you can cool. also. <laughs> HTTPS. You got a HTTP. Colon. Backslash. It all works. That show. That show. Slash. Slash. You could add that if you wanted you to. You could do it. You could add other things that, that just won't work. They just won't work. Um, you can also follow us repeater at Repeater Show on Instagram and Twitter. Nice. Uh, yeah. So check it out. We do like music recommendations on there sometimes. Uh, post about new episodes. Post about new live shows. The next Ooh. of which will be happening April 29th, which will be very fun. We're going to be counting down the top songs of 1997. I can't Ooh, wait. 97. Yeah. It's going to be very fun. Uh, an underrated year in music. Uh, people often think, hey, 
hey, then maybe that's a good year. And I'm pretty much out to prove that 97's the best year in the music. The best year. I think it's up there. I think Whoa. it's a top five year in music. I can't. What's what's one song from 97? Uh, almost all of the Spice Girls' first album Whoa. charted in 97. Okay. Uh, it was the first time Backstreet Boys charted. It was also Matchbox 20. Uh, Third Eye Blind, The Wallflowers, Daft Punk, wow. Daft Punk. Wow. Um, was that song Blue 1997? I think that might have been later, um, but there was a lot. There was like so I don't know if it I was the top it. year. You know, it not it. It didn't have blue then. Uh, it was the debut of 98 Degrees. Hey, also, wow. it was also the Princess Diana song, Candle in the Wind. Is 98 Degrees? That's the one where the guy did end up getting a massive. 98 degree tattoo? I think so. I want to say multiple like, of them have that. Big, just like, oh no. Yeah. That wasn't, you yeah. shouldn't have done that. Oh my God. I think it was also maybe the year that that artist Joe existed. Oh. J-O-E. He was just like a dude. Yeah. Um, I think that might have been his year too. Joe. Regular Joe. Joe. I don't remember his name. Yeah. Outside of uh, Fat Joe. Yeah, Different exactly. Joe. Different Joe. You need a, Joe a Joe for all seasons. <laughs> An all season Joe. Um, Fat Joe only for winter? Yeah, that makes sense. Know. You know, sure. Yeah, whenever yeah. you need a little extra. Fall? Sure. Depending on where you are. It's good fall look. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no matter what you how you interact with us or anything, guys, rate and review. Uh, do the positive things. Tell us um, here about your favorite Joe. Tell please. us about your favorite Joe. You got That'd be huge. Box of Joe, one of my favorites. Cuppa. Uh, Cuppa oh, Joe, yeah. also Cuppa very Joe. good. Uh, and if you leave a review with a five-star rating, we will read it on the show and oh. give you a little shout out. Nice. Um, so do that. That would be super duper fun. Um, and subscribe, please. Finally, just tell a friend about the show. If you like, if your friends like music or they like comedy, this is the show for them. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's a um, great idea. It's a great idea. Can't wait to hear from them. Yeah. I bet if, if, if your friend likes music, they like comedy. And I bet if they like comedy, they like music. Yeah. Wow. And I bet you got one friend named Joe. Go find him. Tell, tell about Joe. this episode specifically. Wow. He'll love this episode. Joe's the name of my boyfriend. It feels <laughs> like we're talking about that Joe. We're not. But, oh, okay. That's cool. But I we was. could be. Yeah. Well, if he, what if he's listening? He might feel bad. Right. Okay. Shout Joe, out to Joe. Uh, thank thank you for Joe. listening. Joe, thank, thank you for listening. for listening. You're incredible. Uh, you're the number one Joe. You're even above Joe. <laughs> whoa. Uh, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Five stars. Are we going too far? I don't know. Five stars for Joe. Yeah. I think we're doing great. I think that's appropriate. Well, Joe, thank you for listening. <laughs> yes. uh, to everyone else out there listening, we thank you very much. Rachel, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you. Everyone, until next time. Hit repeat. Oh, yeah. Repeater is hosted by Evan Ford Barden and Patrick Cartelli. This episode was recorded at Magnet Training Center in New York City, where they offer classes in improv, musical improv, sketch writing, storytelling, and more. Find out more at magnettheater.com. Visit us online at repeater.show for live dates, hot music tips, and show archives. Theme music by the Sun Lions. Everything else by Love Nest Productions. Welcome to Repeater. Bye, Joe. See you later, Joe. <laughs> Bye, Joe. Good night. Good night, Joe. Good night. Have sweet dreams. <laughs>